What's up, Yankee fans? It is Greg, and we are back with another edition of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And what is still going on? That's right, you guessed it. Machado Watch. Dun, dun, dun. Still don't have that theme music for Machado Watch. <laughs> and I think we're running out of time because I think the announcement's going to come tomorrow. I think tomorrow is D-Day. Yes, that's right. Finally. I think. <laughs> we have the count up going. Machado is on the clock, and he's got to make a decision, right? So, it's we're only, what, 42 more days till spring training. So, if I was, if I was a free agent, I would want to know where I was going. I'd want to be all set up, get get my, wrap my head around where I'm going to be for spring training and this season. Although, you know, maybe, maybe he's already knows, maybe Manny Machado knows that he is going to the Yankees. Supposedly the White Sox won't go past seven years and he supposedly doesn't like the Phillies. So that leaves the Yankees, right? That's right. It does. And Yankees could potentially go seven years for him, and he just might want to go to the Yankees. Or maybe Yankees go to eight. I, th- I don't see them quibbling over an extra year with him and going to eight years. You know, having him at 26 now. Mario, what's 26 plus eight? <laughs> I know, it's 34. He could still be in good shape. You know, look at look at the way some players stay in really good shape. You know, who can we talk about? Julio Franco. Remember Julio Franco? Right? Wasn't it him? Played with uh, a lot of teams, but I remember him uh, being like 45 with Atlanta. And guy was in incredible shape. Really just was was a monster unbelievable and he was still producing at that time you know producing pretty well nothing you know nothing nothing crazy but he was still a great player so nowadays these guys have all the tools to be able to play a really long time and stay in great shape you just have to obviously not break down and you know no one no one can uh, can predict that but another thing I want to talk about with Manny Machado is I saw the full quote the full interview with him that had the quote that people got him saying it was with Ken Rosenthal that dude with the bow tie and what Manny Machado says in this is you know he goes you know I'm not he asked him about not hustling on that home run or a supposed home run. He hit in the World Series, hit a deep fly ball to left field, and he thought it was out. And K 
Ken Rosenthal asked him about that, and he says, yeah, he goes, you know, it was a, it was a big mistake. I should have hustled. He goes, but, you know, I, I, I'm not one of these guys who's Johnny Hustle and going to run down and slide into first base. So when you take, when you know, I, I feel like if you take that quote and you cut it down and it's not contextual, that... You know, you you can see how I was upset by it. I'm like, what? That's crazy. But when you put it into that and you have the context around it, that adds a lot to it because, you know, I can understand that. I can see if he's a guy who says he's not going to slide into first base, I get it. You know, a lot of people say, you know, on a side note, a lot of people say you get slowed down diving or sliding into first base. And I'm not sure. Me and maybe Mario, maybe we need to have a video and I will document it. You'll film me and I will go and we'll go to a baseball field, obviously, and I will dive into first and I'll run through the bag and then I will dive into first and we will do a little science experiment and see which is faster. I actually, you know, when I played baseball, I used to dive into first base. I, and I used to think it was faster. Or, you know, the other thing I thought about was I, maybe I did it so that the ump couldn't really tell. You know, you dive into, into first, you kick up tons of dust. I also love getting my uniform dirty. We used to have a saying, we used to have a saying that, you didn't play unless your uniform got dirty. So I was always diving no matter what. You know, that was, that was probably me, my, my inner stuntman uh, coming out, uh, which, you know, I look back, I'm like, wow, I, I should have been a stuntman. <laughs> that would have been, been fun and crazy and lots of broken bones probably, but would have been fun. I used to do enough jumping around and, and doing crazy stuff in the younger days where I was, I considered myself a part-time stuntman. <laughs> I just wasn't getting paid for it. This is all for, all for laughs. But anyway, we're going to get that done. We're, we're going to get that. Uh, especially with spring training coming. Spring training, baby. 42 days away. Oh, can you tell how stoked I am? But getting back to it, Manny Machado, I feel that was a misquote. Not a misquote. It was just taken out of context. You need to add, you need to keep in that slide into first base. Okay? So, another thing I want to defend him on is going hard into first base. And I guess he spiked the Red Sox first baseman, Steve Pierce. And I, I, I saw the, 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 the video a long time ago. When, when it was the World Series, <laughs> a long time ago, World Series, right? What was that? At least two months ago. But I got to defend him on this. Okay, so I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like Steve Pierce. Maybe Steve Pierce was just a jerk. We don't know, right? And maybe he shouldn't have done it, okay? But, you know, when I was 26, I did some things that I wasn't very proud about. I, I did some things that I, I was like, ooh, I, I shouldn't have done that, you know? Hindsight's twenty twenty, as they say, right? So, you know, who knows what was going through Manny's head? I still like the guy. I, 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 I know I started off the beginning, you know, when I started this podcast, which was a, about a month ago. 
we, I, I had said, no, forget Manny Machado. I didn't want him on the team, but I've softened. I've changed. I've changed my stance on it. And I think he's going to be a great addition when they make that announcement tomorrow that he's signed for. Let's do a prediction. Let's see. What's he going to sign as? I'm going to say eight years and let's go eight years, 30. I was tempted, I was tempted to say 31, but I think it's going to be eight over 30. Or 30, I should say, 30 over 8. Let's stick with that. Let's stick with that. Maybe a 31. Maybe maybe that's uh, a sticking point for them. And the Yankees just say, ah, let's go for it. And, you know, the other thing is, Bryce Harper has gotten a pass on a lot of his negative stuff. You know, he's had some blow-ups with teammates. He, who did he, who was, um, uh, was it? Was it Jonathan Papelbon Bon or whatever that guy's? I know oh, I never liked that guy. Oh, couldn't stand that guy. He, I think it was him that uh, that Bryce Harper got into an argument with, and they got into a fight in the dugout. And you know nobody brings that up. And you know they say he's a hothead too, and uh, some other things. So I don't know. Bryce Harper gets a big pass on this, and you look at his statistics. Offensively, he is—he does not compare to the consistency of Manny Machado. If you go and look at their stats, it's 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 deceiving. Like, I feel like not deceiving. I, uh, the stats aren't dece- deceiving, but the kind of uh, aura around Bryce Harper being such a superior player—I I, really—I I don't see it. And I don't see the Yankees signing him. I think the Dodgers cleared all those people. They cleared all that space so that they could sign Harper and have him play right field. They got rid of uh, Yasiel Puig. And I think they're going to sign him. And that's fine because I want my man Red Thunder in left field playing for the Yankees. Maybe you could learn to switch hit. <laughs> that would be that would be cool, right? You know, my my brother used to know. It's a funny story. My brother we used to play wiffle ball. We had like the oh, we had the awesome wiffle ball court. We played at this uh, in uh, in Nourishell, New York, and we had this basketball court that had a big silver fence. Had a silver fence. It was a chain link fence. It was silver, but we called it the big silver monster. And you had to obviously hit it over the fence for a home run. It was tall. It was like super tall fence. And it was the greatest wiffle ball court of all time. As, and you had line, you had down the line, right and left field line. You had this like sloping topography on both sides. And right, you hit, you hit it down the first base side as long as it bounced on the basketball court and then went onto the grass. It was in play. And also the uh, the batter's box was at the other end of the big uh, the 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 silver monster and if you hit we're trying to figure this out but i think we thought that if you hit the pole it was an automatic strikeout we had some great rules but anyway 
I digress. That was, that was wiffle ball. But when my brother played wiffle ball, since he was better than us and older, he used to have to bat lefty. It would be like me and a friend of mine, and it would just be him. And um, he would have to bat lefty because he was far superior to us. But maybe Clint Frazier can do the same thing. <laughs> right? Easy, easy. Yeah. Become a switch hitter in the major leagues. Yeah, easy thing. No, I'm just kidding. But it would be awesome. Imagine if he came into spring training as a switch hitter. Oh, man. He, that would be that would be so awesome. <laughs> oh, boy. But anyway, moving back to Manny Machado, I really, really think tomorrow is going to be Machado Day. And I wonder what number he's going to take on the Yankees. What do you think? Is he going to go 13 for A-Rod? A-Rod wore 13, and, and he currently wears 13. Well, no, he wore 8. Did he wear 8 on the Dodgers, I think, this year? I'm not sure, but you know I have a, 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 a this thing about numbers and and players, so we'll see. Troy Tulowitzki, supposedly Tyler Wade, uh, said that Tulowitzki, if he wanted 12, could have it. And... Uh, because who is, who's 22? Is anybody 22? I don't know. I, I kind of thought he would take that. Uh, 22 was, Roger, didn't Roger Clemens wear 22 with the Yankees? Or no, he was, no, yeah, he was 22. Because nobody wore, 21 was Paul O'Neill. 23 was Don Mattingly. I think Roger Clemens was 22. But anyway, and the number's probably still available, right? I don't think anybody on the current Yankees is wearing 22. But Maybe I'm forgetting. Anyway, <clears throat> that is Machado. Sounds like the deal has been finalized with Tulowitzki, and see what happens with him. He might not even make the team. Let's let's remember this is a guy who's not played a lot. But there is a report that came out today that a scout has who was at the workout with Tulowitzki said that he's at full strength and he looked really good. So. This is a bargain deal for the Yankees. And some people said, consider him Neil Walker 2.0 for 2019. And he, Tulowitzki, I, I think if you compare Neil Walker and Tulowitzki through their careers, Tulowitzki, much better player. Obviously, the injuries are a big factor for him. And, but the thing is, what did they sign? Neil Walker for. I feel like they signed Neil Walker for like three million, four million. So you're getting a bargain with Tulowitzki. You are getting if they for some reason I'm four million sticking in my head. Mario, look that up, please. But you're getting a three point five million dollar <laughs> reduction by just going with Tulowitzki, and hopefully he can uh, stay healthy and be a productive member of the Yankees. That would just be really awesome if he was like a super utility guy. Or let's say he's at full strength and he can play third base. You put him at third and you put Andujar at first, man, you've got you've got some great you got a great infield. You if if you can get to Lewitsky to capture a little lightning in the bottle, right? Is that that expression? catch lightning in a bottle uh, and and 
regain some of his form, that is a great deal. That is like getting a rookie that you just have to pay league minimum for, but an all-star, ex-all-star, gold glove winner, he's probably a great uh, clubhouse guy. You know, being a big Derek Jeter fan, he's, he's, oh man, that would be awesome. But then what happens when Didi comes back? Well, when Didi comes back, I think you got to slot him in at shortstop, okay? The guy is great, great defender. I'm not sure about with Machado. Are they equals? That, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I just know, I haven't seen a lot of Machado uh, playing shortstop. I just know that Didi is, he, that dude is, is, he's the man. He is the man at shortstop. He makes some amazing, amazing plays. So imagine if you had that and you had Tulowitzki, uh, Machado go over to third when Didi comes back. And remember, Didi's not going to be back until August, they say. And that's, that's an early timetable. Time table. So what happens if Didi doesn't come back till let's say, beginning of September? You gotta, you gotta get your reps in. You gotta uh, one month to, you know, this is, you know, Yankees making the playoffs. You need, you got one month to get your acting gear and make the playoff roster. Who knows? You never know what's gonna happen, right? So we shall see about that. But if Didi did come back strong, and let's say he came back early August. He comes back early August. You put Machado over at third. And first base, you know, who knows how the season's going at that point. Is is Andujar, if he's over at first base, is he playing well and you keep him there? Has he lost his position? Have the Yankees traded him for a starting pitcher at the deadline? Lots of question marks. What about Tulowitzki? Can he play first base? You know, the, the guy being a shortstop, you would imagine that he's, you know, this is him at full strength, great defender, and like I've been talking about, making the throws to second base on a double play is tricky, but how that's not that often that you're trying to turn the 1-6, the uh, I'm sorry, the 3-6-1, usually the pitcher covers on those plays, double play. But if I had to make a guess, I would say that Tulowitzki could make that throw very, and very well make it. So that would be pretty cool. But then, you know, there's Luke Voigt. What happens with Luke Voigt in this scenario? And Greg Bird. You know, there's lots of question marks. That's why we need spring training to come soon. But it is. It is. Have no fear, Yankee fans. Getting back to Machado, did you see his hair when he was playing for the Dodgers? It is I I can't figure I gotta look at a I gotta I gotta look at a picture again to really see it. I've seen some videos, <clears throat> so I haven't really studied in it studied it in depthly. But he's got some crazy lines going on in his hair. Is that is it braided? I'm not sure. Would that fly with the Yankees? Would the Yankees be like, whoa, dude, no way can you have that haircut? You know, how how stringent are they on those rules with the hair if it's short? 
you know, Nick Swisher did the faux hawk, and that was never a problem. Uh, Aaron Judge kind of does the 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 faux hawk. So does uh, Luis Severino. So is it is there a rule if it's covered by your hat, it's okay? I'm not sure. I'm trying to think if anybody's had dreads or braids and got away with it on the Yankees. I don't think so. The the faux hawk is the only thing that I've really seen going down that has been a little bit uh, different, but definitely acceptable. I don't know. Interesting. I, I would love to see what happens with that. But anyway, that's that's our Machado watch. And guess what? It's time for our new sponsor. Drum roll, please, Mario. Brrr. Yes, the hotline has rung and we have a new sponsor. And I don't know about you guys, but the holidays definitely took their toll on my health. I, I definitely indulged. It was definitely over the top. And I, with the new year, you know, and, and new year rolls around, everybody, you know, what's, what's on everyone's resolutions? Get in shape, right? Get in shape, eat healthier, work out. So listen to this product. Not product, it's a whole system. And the system, the company is called Isogenics. And with Isogenics, they have so many amazing products and systems. So what's great about it is it takes away so much of the guesswork on a health program. You know, when you, you, you know, some people are, are very intimidated by a health program and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I, I need someone to tell me what to do. So that's what's so great about this. You get all your products and it starts in the morning and goes through the day and it's a really complete system and you do get choices on it and you should check it out. And if you want to check it out right now, special promo, you can go on and type this in to your, uh, on your computer. It is staystoked.isogenics.com. So that's S-T-A-Y-S-T-O-K-E-D dot Isagenics, I-S-A-G-E-N-I-X.com. And you can go there and you can check out all their programs. They have base program of a 30-day package that gets you everything you need except for some snacks and one meal a day. And it is one of the best nutritional systems. And they have such quality products. And they have such great quality products that... It's a money back guarantee. It's it's like a no-brainer cuz you could go in their 30-day program, you could go to the 29th day and then if you're not happy, you're not getting the results you want, you call them up. And what happens? They give you your money back. And the other great thing is you get a coach with it. You get an assigned coach with it. So, if you are looking to improve your health, Go check out Isogenics. And again, it's staystoked.isogenics.com. And that will get you in and check it out. You can always call them if you have some questions. But 
you can go on that website that I just gave you and order right through there and get your New Year's resolution going. All right. So that's it, guys. So tomorrow, I think we're going to have Machado Watch is going to end, and I think there's going to be an announcement. That's my prediction. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, my predictions are... <laughs> I predicted last year that Greg Bird was going to have a monster season. <laughs> and look what happened. I thought as soon as he comes back into the lineup, the Yankees were just going to, like, take off. And they didn't. They didn't take off like a soaring bird, but they kind of crashed with Greg Bird. <laughs> Not really. Because they, they still had 100 wins. Come on. He's had a great season last year. I think... I think just because Boston beat them in the playoffs, everyone was a little bit, uh, I don't know, left a bad taste in their mouth, and that exit out of the playoffs was not great. And, you know, the great thing about the Yankees is they have a, a mantra, a motto, mantra, their, their core, uh, whatever you want to call it, is the season is a failure unless you win the World Series. And that is some quality, right? That is like do or die. And you got to love it because that instills greatness into this organization. And that's why they have 27 World Series championships. And I love that hashtag going around. So use it, guys. Hashtag 28 in 19, meaning 2019 Yankees are going to capture their 28th World Series championship. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Parade down the Canyon of Heroes. Oh, man. Those were awesome. Those were awesome back in the 90s and 2009. Great stuff. And I think we'll look... We'll, we'll, we'll not look forward to it. We, we will. We will look forward to it, but we will... Mario, what do you say... We broadcast live from the Canyon of Heroes, from the Yankees World Series Parade. What do you think? Oh, that would be awesome. That would be so awesome. Right? Oh, man. I don't know. What would we do? Would we get a booth? Or would we, would we just um, be on the go? Would we just, like, go and interview people along the the parade route? Would we get some interviews? Would we... I don't know. We've we've got how many months to plan? We've got 10 months to plan it. So, oh man, gets me fired up. Gets me so fired up thinking about this and the season starting. And how many days? 42. We are going to do the spring training countdown. And then I got to find out what's opening day. Opening day is, is it April 1st? I think it's like 100 days till, uh, till opening day. I think. I think I saw that today. Oh, man. Oh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And then we won't have to speculate on all this stuff. Well, through spring training, we will. We'll still be speculating. Well, we'll be speculating all the time because it's fun to do, right? That's what that's a big part of sports is speculating on what's going to happen, how your favorite players are going to do, and all that fun stuff. All right, guys, that's it. And stay tuned for our other sponsor, 
And remember, we got to pay the bills around here, so support our sponsors. And we will see you soon. Stay tuned, and let's go Yankees.